Joe Para, and I hope you're someplace warm this winter evening. I'm in my basement. I just put a pot of soup on the stove and came downstairs to record, making minestrone and a sleep recording in the same evening. What a life! In theory, sleep isn't hard. It's about quiet and dark, not owing anyone an unreasonable amount of money. But even if your debts are manageable, sometimes you need a little help. There were times this year I could have used some myself, and so, in hopes that no one else develops a dependence on Advil PM. I wanted to revisit the old sleep stuff and make something new for you. Kind of like soup. When you get to the end of a ham, you throw the bone in a pot and it's the start of something else. It's not waste if you can boil it. I love that about soup. Another thing I love about soup is that of all the foods. It is the most believable to me that a good soup or stew could change the course of a story. Say a character is about to die. They give him a sip of really good broth, then they regain their strength and win the beauty pageant. It's a food that can bring about an immediate change. I mean, what's more believable to you? That you could eat spinach and get as strong as Popeye, or that you can drink a ladle of hearty soup and get as strong as Black Adam. Glad you feel the same way. One time, soup even stopped the war, for a little while at least. In 1592, an army of Swiss Catholics. We're about to fight an army of Swiss Protestants when a large pot of milk soup was brought to the center of the battlefield, and instead of fighting, the two sides hung out and ate soup together. This is a true and charming story, but also, if eating soup comprised mainly of milk and bread changes your mind about going to war, what were you thinking? To the 16th-century Swiss listening, you guys gotta ask yourself: Do I want to run my neighbor through with a halberd because he's performing mass in vernacular, or am I just hungry for bread and milk in a pot? The soup that's currently simmering upstairs likely won't stop any wars, but it was enjoyable to make. In case you're interested in the recipe. I started by chopping celery. Some carrot, some onion, I'm a slow chopper. I am a slow chopper. I put them in the pot. And let them simmer in olive oil until they turn translucent. About seven or so minutes. I poured in diced tomatoes, broth, and some water, plus salt, red pepper flakes, and bay leaves. 
Studies have shown that Advil PM and similar drugs can cause memory loss, so I hope to remember to remove them at the end. After it simmers for 20 or so minutes, I'll add pasta, greens, and beans. And after that, some lemon juice, more olive oil, and Parmesan rind. But the part right now is my favorite. After chopping, seasoning, bringing it to a boil, you turn down the burner to low and go sit at the kitchen table while it gently simmers. Sometimes I'll just sit there. Sometimes I'll read a magazine. Sometimes I'll call a friend. Earlier today, I called my friend Joe Firestone. One of her soups went very wrong recently, and I wanted to ask what happened so I wouldn't repeat her mistakes. Hi, Joe. Hello. Uh, could you tell us the story of the time you made soup that got you so sick you had to go to the hospital? Um, I don't know what went wrong. But I think it was because I used celery that was old and also other vegetables that were old. And what happened was it created a storm within me. Did you, were you upfront with them about what happened when you went into the emergency room? I, I said, yeah. Mm -hmm. You said my own soup did it? I said my own soup did it. I did this to myself. <laughs> So they cuffed me, and then they, they gave me the right medicine. As you lay in the hospital, were you upset at the soup? Um, I think I was upset with myself. You know, if, when when you get when you po you get poisoned from someone else's cooking, yeah, you're upset with them. But when you're poisoned by your own cooking, it comes with it uh, with the despair that you can't uh, you can't keep yourself alive and that is that is um it takes a little bit longer to get over i like what's your next question did the soup taste good at least yeah it did because you're trying to drift off let's not dwell on the food poisoning stuff and jump ahead to later in the conversation when joe shared an interesting soup observation Okay, but in Moonstruck, Olympia Dukakis is at a restaurant. She orders the minestrone. And this is when she's about to almost cheat on her husband <laughs> with the guy from Frasier. And she eats the soup in this amazing way that I can't tell if it's how Olympia Dukakis eats soup or she was like, this is how the character should eat soup. How did she do it? She goes to the side of the bowl huh? and dips her spoon in to let in broth and put, takes the soup spoon back up and brings it to her mouth. But she goes off the edge of the bowl. Interesting. Why do you think she did it that way? I think there's two ways. One, maybe it was a continuity issue. The other possibility is that she learned from an early age as a real person. Yeah. That if you go to the side of the bowl and not the middle of the bowl, it's actually cooler. 
and so it's it's not as it's not as hot because of the the this soup is actually making contact with a with a with a hard surface a hard cool surface wow she's the greatest actor of all time wow how many times have you watched that movie i know it's one of your favorites i don't know probably 100 it's so awesome for joe many things go back to moonstruck it's her comfort movie along with trolls i'm not kidding I'll apologize to her tomorrow for revealing that, but it's too funny not to share. So we're even. Here's an embarrassing thing about me. One time, I uh, drank too much. Moonstruck is a great comfort movie, but I would say my go-to is probably Tombstone. The 1993 Western starring Kurt Russell and Val Kilmer. Tell him I'm coming and hell's coming with me, you hear? Either that or American movie. You want to guess my favorite soup? Sorry, it's actually gumbo. Congrats if you got it right though. You can go to sleep now. If you didn't, you're welcome to stick around. If we continue to talk, I won't start worrying about how things are going with my soup upstairs. Will the flavors come together? Did I add too much salt? Will I eat it and have to go to the hospital like Joe? That thought is hard to get out of my head, but I should try not to think of that. I should think of the other friends I called today, attempting to determine if there is a correlation between people's favorite soups and their favorite comfort movies. Hello. Hello, I, uh, what's your favorite soup and what's your favorite comfort movie? Let's see, so, favorite soup, um, I believe, would have to be French onion soup um, and then comfort movie uh, I, that I think would be The Hobbit and Unexpected Journey a good a good comfort watch I think um, uh, my favorite soup is gazpacho a nice uh, cold gazpacho and my favorite comfort film is uh the Hobbit and Unexpected Journey. Oh, this is easy. Miso soup and, of course, The Hobbit and Unexpected Journey. I love chicken soup. And my favorite comfort movie is The Hobbit and Unexpected Journey. So my favorite soup is clam chowder. I'm from New England, and so it's a staple, and I just made my very own homemade clam chowder on Sunday. And to go with that, my favorite comfort movie would be uh, the Hobbit, An Unexpected Journey. In conclusion, I don't think there's a correlation between soup and comfort movies, but perhaps there is between my friends. Also, I think my soup will be fine. I do. I use fresh vegetables. I prepared them properly. And I just remembered another thing Joe told me during our call. 
It happened to me again this Thanksgiving, though I poisoned myself again. You did it again? Yeah, I made a, I made a vegan meatloaf. So I don't know what my friend is doing in her kitchen, but it has no relation to mine. I do feel that my soup will come out well and will be nourishing when I eat it three to four times this week. It will have good vitamins and minerals and will keep me warm too. No one will get food poisoning from it. And I hope that you, everyone in your life, everyone in the world even, including Joe, will not get any food poisoning tonight or this week. Bit idealistic, but why not? Food poisoning is really bad. Alright, I've got to go check on my minestrone, so I will wish you good night. I'm sorry to talk about food poisoning so much. Music and sound design by Ryan Dan. Produced by Grant Farsi. Featuring a true soup story by Joe Firestone. This has been Drifting Off with Joe Para, a Chestnut Walnut Production. <laughs>